proud to be a woman and I'm proud to be a detailer. Welcome to the DIY Detail Podcast. Today's episode, of course, we're featuring Ivan, but detailer chick, Christine Morton, here to talk about women in detailing. How are we doing, everybody? Hey, Nick. Thanks for having me on, guys. I appreciate it. Doing great. We just finished a training at Christine's shop, and I thought we'd bring her on to talk about women in detailing. And her, uh, let's say, Instagram or you know, social media name is Detailer Chick. And a lot of people think that's derogatory uh, because of the, you know, the chick and all that. Please explain, Detailer Chick. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I've kind of honed that one in on myself. I. I've always liked chick, but that's, you know, women, if we claim something, I think that it's, you know, it we own it, right? right? So I'm proud to be a woman and I'm proud to be a detailer. So a lot of people have actually called me the detailer chick in my, in my town. They, they say, you need to take your car to the detailer chick and I've kind of just owned it. Yeah. Good. And I'm, pr- I'm proud of it. Yeah. And you know. Sylvie, my wife, uh, she's been detailing for almost 35 years as well. There is a place for women in detailing, and it's, I'll actually go past that. There shouldn't be a place for women in detailing. It shouldn't be a separate thing. Uh, you know, there are some organizations, there are some people that put out awards for the Women Detailer of the Year and the Male Detailer of the Year. It shouldn't be that way. It's not like we're competing in sports where there could be a difference. We're in business. It doesn't matter if you're male or female, you're running a business. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're already coming out the gate with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there, there are some d- different calibers of women in the industry. I- I'll put that right out there and I- I'm sure that I'm gonna get scrutinized for this. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, but the women that are actually really entrepreneurs and working the business, we all share the exact same strife on this. We don't like that there's a, a complete separate category for women to men. We compete, there's no, just like Ivan was saying, there's no difference when it comes to polishing a car, washing a car, that limits us in any way to be right there next to a man. No, well in your case, you have a limit. Well, fair, That's not because but... you're a woman, it's just because you're short. Uh, <laughs> Christine is Well, I mean, I feel five. like if, if yeah, Christine, are you five? I feel like when I meet I women detailers, they're fun. better yeah. detailers. They're better detailers than guys. And I don't mean to stereotype. I'm just saying like, there's no limit on who can be good at this and who cannot. And I like how Ivan, you mentioned, this is about running a business. So you transcended just cleaning cars, which I think cleaning cars totally is for everybody. But I would say there's got to be some advantages and disadvantages of being a woman running a business, Christine. And can you talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, but just like you, I think, started out with this question, there, it, women are right there with men. I mean, society is kind of holding us back a little bit, and I'm not going to jump down that rabbit hole with answering your question. But uh, we, women as a whole, are, are putting out more graduates than even men. So even at the entrepreneur cat. Um, level, we are right there with men, if if not honestly a little bit ahead. I think in the next coming generations, hopefully, you'll start seeing way more women in roles like like um, uh, like presidents or um, heads CEOs, of com- yeah, yeah yeah heads of companies. Um, 
And to answer your question, I, yeah, there is a lot of adversity, uh, especially with it being a male dominated industry and a very ego driven male industry. Uh, I, I'm almost always discredited because I'm a woman. So I would say 70 to 80% uh, of people that interact with me, I already have to cross that hurdle without saying anything, just with them seeing me as a woman that I can do the work. Yeah. So, but just because there, and I was talking to Ivan while he was here on training for every uh, hurdle that I have, there is always a, a counterpart to it that makes it, uh, uh, that, that is a good point for it. So just because I'm immediately discredited sometimes being a woman, I also, the, the, the tales of that is that I blow people away much quicker than a man will. Right. Right. So, um, uh, yeah. Ivan and I could probably do the exact same, same work, uh, on a vehicle, but people are going to look at me more and be more amazed at what I can do than what Ivan can do. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you also have the advantage of batting your eyelashes and things like that. But for me, it doesn't work. No. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, I, I'm definitely much more personable, which I feel will allow less um, issues with clients in my business because I'm so welcoming and yeah. Personable, like I said, that people with a male, I think they're they'll be more open to having those tough conversations or having issues. Right. And the minute you open your mouth and you start speaking to them, they realize that oh okay, yeah. she knows what she's talking about. Let's, you know, forget this aspect of it and move on. Yeah, but I've worked really hard at that. And that's uh that's that's kind of my soapbox feel about being a woman in detailing or uh, a woman in a male-dominated industry like this or trades uh, is that we have two paths we can take as a woman uh, in this kind of industry, and it's to smile and be pretty in front of a camera, or we can do the hard research and work to make sure that we know exactly what we're talking about as soon as our mouth opens. So I have to contribute, and I honestly, I expect women to contribute more than a man would uh, verbally uh, in our industry because of that, be because of our looks. Uh, we really, and that's to crush some stereotypes. Yeah, there's, <clears throat> excuse me, there's unfortunately a lot of stereotypes out there. And as Christine was alluding to, you had the stereotype of the, you know, the pretty woman leaning up against the car and all that stuff. Um, right. We used to see it at car shows a lot. We used to oh, see that. Yeah. Thankfully, that's going away. Slowly. Uh, yeah, slowly, slowly but surely it's going okay. away. But I was at a you know a detailing conference just two years ago and or three years ago, sorry, it was right before COVID. And in the one booth, there was a woman representing that company. She really knew nothing about the company, nothing about the products, but the way she was holding the polisher, leaning over the car, and being extremely suggestive in her motions was frankly disgusting. It's like, what are you doing here? You know, we're here to talk about detailing. We're here to talk about products and all that fun stuff. And here you are showing off. Mm -hmm. And there's no, there's no need for it's it. And I see the YouTube analytics, Ivan, for our channel. 95% of our viewers are male. So a lot of people who are consuming the content are male. I know it's still probably a male-dominated industry. Well, it obviously is. 
Christine, what do you see in terms of more women joining the ranks and your role as an influencer and in, in maybe inspiring them to do that? Uh, I again, I don't, I don't think that uh, we're going to see a huge change in the next couple of decades as far as becoming more of an equal representation in the industry uh, or in honestly in any trade industry. Uh, I, you know, we're fighting millions of years of genetic, just roles of, of women. And we, women do what they, you know, inherently or instinctively want to do. And and those kind of force into different industries. Uh, Do I foresee more women like myself and other women that are actually in the industry more coming out, seeing women in the industry? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I'm not a unique individual. There are more women that prefer doing quote unquote man's work or trades work. That's, uh, and I feel that the more we get in front of the camera, the more people like Sydney get in front of the camera and not just pose and hold a polisher and say, I'm just standing next to this car, but giving women a voice saying, I run a business. Uh, I'm now launching a ceramic coating company. These things can happen. And I think we're cracking a door open for a generation uh, down the road to really knock it through and make those numbers a little bit more equal. Again, I, I don't ever foresee us overpowering men no. in, in the trade industry, just because again, like I was saying, it's just genetic makeup. Yeah, sure numbers. But you know, we I see it a lot. I've been uh, going to MTE and speaking at MTE for over 20 years. And at Mobile Tech Expo, the classrooms, when we're speaking, more and more women every year. And they're not there as the spouse. They're there as the business owner. Yeah. They're there as the, the person that's running the business. One difference I do see is they're not very vocal on social media. And part of that is mm. the fault of social media because they're not that they're afraid, but unfortunately they get called out and they get pointed at and, you know, oh, you shouldn't be doing this or poor little lady, things like that. Those are all things that really need to go away. But on the other side, they're great entrepreneurs. They're running the business and they're not focusing on what other people around them are thinking of. They're running their business and they're doing their thing and they're being successful at it. So there's that side that is really a positive aspect of it. Uh, But, you know, the social media bashing and all that, and we see it on the the Facebook groups. Uh, Luckily, on the DIY Detail Facebook group, there is a good contingency of women they're they're contributing, they're asking questions, they're answering questions even better, and they're there as a positive influence. And our group, if you haven't seen it, so there's 47,000 members. We don't really stand for bullying and things like that. If there's bullying that happens, that person just disappears from the group. Yeah, so no, there we have a very I think safe and like friendly space on the Facebook page. There's so much vicious commentary on detailing Facebook and TikTok and I wonder what that's all about. It must be a little bit harder to like face that when you're um, also dealing with the the gender aspect. But yeah, you're right, Ivan and Christine. I just don't see a lot of vocal female detailers. So you're saying there's yeah. a proportion of them that exist that aren't being represented on social media, you think? It's just all, mostly male voices? Definitely. Yeah. I'm sorry and if I, I sound so tone deaf by asking point, this. Like, I, I mean, as I say it out loud, I'm like, of course. Yeah. 
I, and I think to Ivan's point, like he was saying, a lot of the women that are in the industry that are working, the a lot of them, their husbands are working the business, uh, man, the manual labor, and the women are running the business. And that takes a lot of work. And so they don't have the time to put out these videos and get in front of the camera. But my hope is, like I said, the more the more we get in front, people like myself or Sydney or these other women, that it's opening the doors, that pe- people yeah. are, are seeing a benefit to that. Exactly. You know, look on TikTok, Jessica Tran. She's got how many millions of uh, yeah. followers? Uh, or she's, you know, I, I don't know the numbers exactly, but... She's a positive. I think one point seven last time I checked, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. So she's doing a wonderful job there, and you know she's a very popular person on TikTok, and it's not because she's a woman. It's not because she's a detailer. She's just an interesting human being, and her content is real. It's her. Uh, there's no fake to it. You know, she's she shows her home life. She shows her work life. Yeah, all of that, and that's why she's getting that. But there's a lot of influencers, you know, on TikTok and on Instagram and all that, that they're about, oh, look at the makeup and this and that. And the other. No, uh, you know, if women want to be taken seriously in the in the industry, they need to break their own stereotypes. Agreed. Before the industry will break them. Agreed. Completely agree. And I think women have a bit less of an ego. Uh, we're less less confident than the males. Uh, so we are going to have some. A hurdle to ego overcome. doesn't mean confidence, by the way. No, it doesn't. No, that's why so I that's put them in two separate categories. It, it, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, but yeah. we but we do both of them. Like we lack confidence as opposed to the ma- our male counterparts uh, over the numbers, and we also don't have a lot of us don't have egos as much as the male our male counterparts, okay. which all make us less yeah. likely to get in front of a camera. Right. But you're doing it. You're doing yeah. it well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the Detailer Chick podcast is out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Instagram, all that, all of that other fun stuff. But the Detailer Chick podcast, you actually, this is something you started mm-hmm. trying to interview women. I did. And getting women to come on the podcast it to be just, interviewed is not easy. No, it's very difficult. It's actually why uh, I don't have it any longer. It's women just they kind of just want to do the work. Uh, they they don't want to be in the limelight. Um, they don't like the drama. And again, we have a lot of hurdles like we're discussing now and they don't want to amplify it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you we, know, we have hurdles. Yeah. No, I, hurdles. I, I understand that aspect of it too. Sometimes, yeah, you just want to get the work done and not sit and talk about it. I don't know. I mean, I know in the social media world, that seems like, well, why wouldn't you want to go out and put yourself out there? But sometimes it's like, <laughs> I just got work to do, man. I don't, I don't need to be, I don't know. That's so interesting though that, so what do you, what do you want to get out there, Christine? Like, what is your message? Just kind of what we've been talking about. I I don't think I, I I don't want to use the word trailblazer or anything, but I want I want to open doors for women. I want I want them to see that it's that it's possible that they that I'm contributing something that they also want to contribute. That they want to that they do work in in their shop and they do see. A, what it's like to be a woman and the stereotypes that we constantly have to knock down and that uh, I inspire other women to want to talk and get in in front of the camera in order to push more women into detailing because the more women in detailing, the more we break down those standards. Yeah, 
And that's what I want. I don't, I want, you know, the next generation to not have a man question what they're doing. I, I constantly get all the time, even outside of detailing, men wanting to help me or, or men telling me what's, what's going on with my car. I get a, and every time they say this, I, I think in my head, would you say that to a man? And nine times out of 10, those statements, they probably wouldn't say to a man. And that's what I want to stop. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, we had uh, in the training, we had a gentleman that's 18 years old. He's been detailing for five years, <laughs> uh, running a business, and he's moving his business from upstate New York to Nashville shortly. Uh, just a great guy. And he has some of the same yep. issues mm-hmm. that Christine has because he's 18 years mm-hmm. old. People don't take him seriously. Right. And you know, the woman at the counter at the, you know, in Christine's business here, when she responds at the counter, a customer comes in, some people will say, can I see your boss? Yeah. And they used to do that to Sylvie as well. And Sylvie would step behind the wall, which was her <laughs> office, and come back out. Here I am. <laughs> yeah, you want to see the boss? So that's funny. That's Sylvie's sense of humor, too. That's funny. Yeah. She's like that. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> But it's something that, you know, that even from like a, a you know, we talked about the industry, but from a customer <laughs> standpoint, we talked about the industry, but from a customer standpoint as well, you have hurdles to overcome because, you know, you have the stereotypical guy in his 60s with the Corvette, the New Balance shoes. I'm not putting anyone under the bus here, <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey, little lady, uh, is your boss around? Yeah. Uh, you've probably heard that before. Sylvie heard it a lot. Mm-hmm. And... Once you break that barrier with that person, they're going to be a customer for life. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But, but it's just breaking down that barrier. Yeah. And it's it's tough for women because we take that personal to start with, right? Yeah. For sure. It's taken me many years to stop taking that so personal and just glazing right over it. Mm. And to your point, I will have like an employee that might be in the front of the shop when somebody drops off a car. And I will still get somebody making eye contact, even though I'm carrying on a conversation with the client, they glance over and are trying to engage the male employee. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, you know, society is changing. So how can Uh, guys, how can, yeah, how can guys out there who hear this change? How can they hear what you're saying? And then is it just to not do that? Well, you know, I think just as generations, are coming up and becoming uh, adults. I, I think that's how it's going to change, to be quite honest with you. I don't think that me getting on any sort of podcast or podium is going to change the 50 to yeah. a plus generation. So I think just raising children to be more, you know, gen- I, you know, gender aware of that yeah. there aren't these gender roles. Like I'm raising three boys, right? three boys that are in the next generation that with me being a single mom will probably never question yeah. a woman. Yeah. No, they can't question you. They tried. That's so <laughs> cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. Basically, no, that makes sense that are, for sure. And then, yeah, women that are in the industry now really need to be strong women. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that thankfully is going away. You know, the, the traditional, uh, not weaker, but uh, strong and weaker are, are very bad terms for yeah. it. Uh, how can I better describe it? Uh, 
strong and will. English is your second language, so like, let's make sure that <laughs> Ivan knows that we uh, we yeah. know what you're saying, not what you just said. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, so, it's but, hard for us guys to sit here and talk about it, Christine. But we're trying to we're trying dos- to like <laughs> talk about a very important topic. The docile doing the best we can yeah. as guys. Okay, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Docile yeah. also doesn't we're sound like a good word. Us, second language. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we're, so, we're, you know, the, we're not worthy. No. <laughs> yeah. But the aggressive as opposed to the uh, yeah. not passive, but you know, the assertive. Yeah, the assertive. Uh a lot of men get turned off or not turned oh off, but gosh, pushed yeah. away by Absolutely. A woman that's assertive. And Sylvie is a good yep. example. You two are like sisters. Yeah, we are. Uh you know, it's very much you know, get out of my way. I know where I'm going. And that too, to your point, is um, another huge hurdle that women in any higher ranking have to overcome. These these society standards that are put on women are so contradictory, right? You can't be too fat totally. or too thin. You can't be too pretty, but not too ugly. You can't be too smart, but we don't want you dumb. I don't want you assertive, but I don't want you emotional. We are constantly fighting this, like, contradictory to everything. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, weaving through Nick, all of that news. to run a business. Yeah. You were in TV news before. I was a TV news anchor. Yeah. And in Quebec, they're one of the top-ranking anchors. She's a woman in her 50s. And... She recently stopped dyeing her hair, and that was a big controversy. And a 50-year-old male anchor, let's say I was a TV anchor, <laughs> I have white hair, not a big deal. No, nobody bats an eye, right? right. No conversation has had. No. Yeah, you know, it's like, oh, he changed his hairstyle, no big deal. Uh, but a woman would, you know, she changed her hairstyle. She just stopped dyeing her hair over the summer break, came back in the fall, and then she had white hair, and the year before she was black hair. Uh that really, you know, absolutely is a big thing, and it shouldn't be. Uh, you know, to your point, you know, women need to be a certain standard and all that. There's guys that own very successful detailing shops that weigh three and four hundred pounds, and mm-hmm. they do a good job, and nobody questions them. They can't fit in a mini, even if they tried. Uh, you know, uh, if you try getting in a car after Christine's been in a car, <laughs> no one fits in. Uh, the seat is like right up against the steering wheel, but. That being said, thankfully she puts the seat back most try, of the time. Most of the time, uh, but nonetheless, you know there are a lot of things in this industry that have changed. There are a lot of things that need to change, and Agreed. just because you're a woman doesn't mean you can't detail. Trust me. Uh, like we alluded to in the beginning, some of the best detailers are women. They have a better attention yep. to That's detail true. than most men do. And they're more minded, focused as to what they're doing. So, yeah, we and that's that's really my goal. I, I really just want these standards to be knocked down everywhere, not just in our industry. I I I will be fulfilled in my life knowing that I made somewhat of a difference somewhere that I broke some society standards. Yeah, exactly. Anything else to say? And yet, it's one <laughs> that's of those a lot. Where- we can do one thing at a time and say one thing at a time and maybe affect some positive change like over generations. Right. And we want to have everything change today, but I think reality is it's, it's more nuanced than that. And I think by getting out there and, and then in storytelling too, it's showing, not telling. Right. So it's also like you have to show through your example 
and that can be a really mm-hmm. slow process. But here we are. We're doing it. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, uh, at the handle Detailer Chick. And if you're in Lansing, Michigan, Yay! it is? Uh, Finish Line Detailing and Coatings is the business I own. Very good. And you do PPF, right, Christine, as well? Like, you do, yeah. you do it all. <laughs> I try. Uh, yeah, so my shop specializes in ceramic coatings and paint protection film. Yeah, so we can do it. Cool. We got it. Heck, yeah. <laughs> well, awesome, guys. We will uh, we will catch you on the next podcast. If you have questions for Detailer Chick, obviously, Christine's been on the channel before. Just leave them in the comments, Ivan. We, uh, we read them and respond to all of them. See you in the next one. Thanks for having me on, guys.